This is the Prove Yourself Right podcast. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. We hope that you find it encouraging, motivational, and beneficial to you in your day-to-day walk. For all your Prove Yourself Right needs, please follow us on all social media platforms. Also become a subscriber through ACAST, which you can find in a link in our descriptions and our bios through our social medias. Thank you for your time. Thank you for supporting the Prove Yourself Right podcast. Enjoy this episode. Welcome, I'm Jonathan Rose, and I'm here with my beautiful co-host Shay, and this is the Prove Yourself Right Podcast, Sunday Sermons Edition. And we bring you a message from Pastor Darius of the Change Church, and the message was titled this morning, Before I Let Go. And the message came from Genesis 32 and 26. And we're going to make it short and sweet for y'all, man. I want to get straight to the point. We did a long unpacking before this. Um, Mm -hmm. I appreciate you, Shay, and all your kind words and just our back and forth, man, of unpacking and just getting to learn together and grow together. So I appreciate you. Appreciate you. And today I want to start it off by saying these two points in which I wrote down. The first one. The testing of your faith produces patience. Mm. And Pastor also said this today. You cannot transition and take certain habits you once liked into your new because it is now old. And what we unpacked before we came on here was Pastor did a great sermon today. And my first take was me as an athlete and I was talking about how I was playing sports. I had made it to be a professional athlete all my lifelong dreams and what I worked for and I still wasn't happy. Mm. And I t- I just unpacked to you how I remember instances where guys on practice squad, guys not starring, not mm-hmm. getting their full checks, uh, still mm-hmm. scratching to make their dream come true, which I'm, I'm living it. They still working hard to do it, but they showing up each and every day happier than I am. And I did not understand. I was like, bro, you behind me. Yo, you don't got a full check because you mm-hmm. on practice. Well, and somehow you glowing, bro. And I'm over here flourishing, supposedly, optically, and all my successes. And just like I said, I'm just getting to do what you up here to do. And you glow better than me. Yeah. And what I unpacked from this sermon with Pastor Darius is the the reason they could do that because they were comfortable with self. And what it exposed in me is how uncomfortable with self that I was, which now I can unpack my traumas, insecurities, and my reasons and that I have so much anxiety. Mm-hmm. And the dude I was talking about to you and the reason I knew he was happy is because he wasn't playing, he wasn't this, wasn't that, but he had a, a wife and kids. And I would see him on FaceTime. Brother had a rough practice. He on P-Squad, so he, he playing uh, scout team. So mm-hmm. he basically... Getting ragdolled by us all day, the starters, because they have to service us. And yeah. when it comes to servicing us, they actually almost got to play down to us. They can't make plays on us because it's supposed to be a look for us to get ready for the game. They just, yeah. they just there. Mm-hmm. So to have that perspective and that understanding, and you still leave out of there and you smile with your wife and kids, and where me, I'm so invested, I can't even be happy if I had a bad practice. Whew. I can't, I can't separate the game in real life. Damn. And when I realized other people could and they in the same entity I am, I realized I was in a deficit. Yeah. And now that I have realized I'm in a deficit, for me to continue to grow, I need to start to figure these things out. So today, Pastor Darius just opened up my mind about 
the reason I started this whole podcast and all this. Self-work is crucial because you will not be able to advance in the way that you see yourself, which is honest and true, but it won't come into fruition because the process doesn't add up with your work ethic. And I wasn't doing a lot of self-work. I was kind of just going with the flow. Mm-hmm. And like I told you, in the back of my mind, this is something I unpacked today. But back then, I didn't know why I felt that way about that dude. Mm-hmm. I was like, bro, I just, why is he so happy? I, me, he probably didn't even take me into account. Yeah. I'm taking him into account, though, because I, I'm unpacking things that, to me, would make me say, I'm like, damn, bro, you ain't playing. You away from your house. You this, you that. And you happy. Because if that was me, but he never asked that, did he? <laughs> but I'm, I'm unpacking it, though. If that was me, I'd be sad. So I'm upset that he ain't upset. <laughs> so I had to unpack why my depressive mind made me want to project depressing things on the world. And what I'm hearing you say is that, you know, what Pastor talked about is in order to fix the problems that I'm facing, I need God to fix me. Mm. And so God is using a problem or partnering with a problem, like Pastor said, to fix me. Mm. And so it's, some of the things that we go through, we're seeing the storm as just a storm, but we're not really seeing what the storm exposes about ourselves. What in that storm is showing a part of ourselves that we're trying to hide, a part of ourselves that we don't like, essentially a part of ourselves that we need to work on and fix. Because mm, what, so what you're saying is the storm is sent to put us on a certain track. Now, what we need to unpack Is it a track that's trying to send us a shift or is it a track that's trying to send us to elevate? Exactly. And my unpacking from those two before I let you finish, a shift means you need to go into a whole different realm. This space no longer serves you. Mm -hmm. An elevation means you need to level up in this same entity. So if in a football reference, if I'm not starring, God is telling me, hey, stay here and work hard and you will start. Mm-hmm. If I am not starring and the team is reciprocating that we don't want you here, God is telling me now, get out of here. Don't don't sit around where you're not wanted. So like you got to understand the actual storm and the meaning behind the storm. Okay, a thousand percent. And what you're talking about is is like discernment, mm-hmm. right? And Pastor talks about that, like having discernment to understand what you're going through and what you're going what what you're going through is showing you about yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's a there was a time last year in the holidays. There was a falling out that took place and you knew how much it mattered to me and how much it bothered me. But when I (laughs) sat back after the fact Mm -hmm. and really prayed about it a lot and I was talking to God about it all the time in my sauna sessions, when I'm in the sauna and I talk to God, I was bringing it up to him. Like, Mm -hmm. what is this wrestling in my heart about it? You know, what is it saying about how I feel? Mm -hmm. Less about the person and what they did. But what is it saying that's unresolved or triggering for me? Mm -hmm. And it exposed to me the things that I may be focusing on that really aren't important or exposing to me the things that I am holding on to that I need to let go. Yep, because because it's only hurting who? Me. All right. You know what I'm saying? Like some things really do show either the toxicity that you've allowed for so long that God's now saying, I need you to end this toxic cycle mm-hmm. and walk away from these dynamics in order for me to elevate you and use you. So that when you go into other rooms and you see those same cycles and dynamics, you put a stop to them. Man, and we call it standing 10 toes down. Come you on. Can't, you can't stand 10 toes down when you're not confident in the capabilities and processes of self. A thousand percent. And like I said, going back to my unpacking of watching that dude show up and he, he don't got nothing that I got in which I hold 
high, true, and as accomplished mm-hmm. as accomplishments, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, bro, you ain't even accomplishing. But he Ooh. is accomplishing because it, it ties into what Pastor said today. I broke it down like this. Some people fight to get rich and never work to understand what it benefits to be wealthy. And I tagged surpassing just outcomes and results. So exactly what I just said, y'all. I'm out here winning great cups. I'm out here getting all-stars in football. But that's just moments and accomplishments. 100%. Once you do them, they no longer hold the same juice. Come on. The day after the great cup, that great cup has is getting less and less uh, valuable as time goes on. Because guess what? Next year, somebody else is going to host it up. Exactly. The one thing that can't be taken from me is the love my family, kids, and people like that do. Ah, oh, bro. Some of us put that on the back burner. And hold that trophy up for the rest of our lives and be like, well, I'm rich. Yeah, you rich, but you don't got nothing that's sustainable. And that's why I was mad, if y'all remember what I said earlier, at that guy. I wasn't mad at him. I was envious of him. Yeah. I was like, how you doing that? Y'all know why? Because I knew I couldn't do both. I couldn't have a good relationship and be a good football player. And that was just a Jonathan Rose thing. And God tries to expose these things about us. So he can elevate us in the trajectory that he wants us to go in. The trajectory that he knows is going to be filled with abundance and that he can use us to also give him praise. So he's aware that, listen, you know, divine parent, we Mm -hmm. talk about us as divine parent. Mm -hmm. And he knows to sustain the divine parent, there are certain things that he no longer wants you to be exposed to that you were once exposed to. We got to be willing to have the discernment to be like, God, I trust you because the thing that I'm attached to I thought was giving me riches, Mm. not wealth, but it was making me what I thought was rich. God's like, but if you go down this route, I will give you wealth, not just with family and kids and a, and a real, when you're building a legacy, Mm -hmm. not just the legacy, but I'm also going to give you a career that's going to gross you more wealth than you could have imagined. Amen. You just unpacked my whole little journey because our divine parent exposed my attachment disorder to football. I always knew I love this sport, but I didn't know how attached I was to it to the way my life was unfolding. Mm-hmm. So remember, we, we always talk on here how I broke down my depression, how you helped me through it. Mm-hmm. Well, for a long time, I was always attached to what was making me depressed because it was what I was working towards. My, my victory was my, my enemy. Mm. Y'all stay with me. I worked my life to be a great football player, but the insecurities that came with that journey, I had to accept as well. But... Jonathan Rose didn't know those were uh, prerequisites. Mm-hmm. I didn't know those were prerequisites. 100%. Dang, that's a hard word for me to say. <laughs> no, but I you like got it. it. But y'all know what I'm saying? Yeah. I didn't know if I chose this, it comes with that. I just thought I'd get this, and that was it. No, this and that goes hand in hand. So, unpacking with Shayna, when she came into my life at the perfect time, surgery, she don't she don't get the Jonathan that's been grinding a long time. She, get, she get the reset Jonathan. I had to reset. Mom, I am no longer functioning. No injury happened. Bum. I have to re-pivot because I have to work myself back to this understanding of who I am after I go through this surgery. But that whole transition was a transition of a person and a character trait, which I didn't understand at the time either. I thought it was just the physical. I got to get this injury back straight. What I did not think was going to transition was Jonathan Rose's mind to what he, how he wanted to show up day to day. And what God sent me was, he was like, now, this is what we call a pivotal transitional moment in your life. Now that I have gave you football and you've had all that success, where's where's the part of that man that still wants that family part? I'm going to give you that. When God made that transition in his mind and he sent it down here to earth, I wasn't ready for that. I said, no, nah, Lord, I ain't done with this yet. God was like, you never got to choose. Mm. 
And now y'all listen now because I always, I know if y'all listen to this podcast, I say we are humans of choice. We get choice. Y'all missing it. I ain't talking about the choice that I got to show, uh, the choose up on. I'm telling you what God sent me that was good. And he was like, the only choice you really have is to either accept it or not accept it. So basically God gave me one choice. And he said, do you ready? Do you want to accept this pivot? Guess what I said in that moment? Nah, give me one more chance, Lord. He gave me 2021. What I didn't understand at the moment about 2021, it was a double-edged sword. God was saying, hey, this your last hoorah. But it's also your pivoting moment into your, your, your next greatness. Guess what I was thinking then, in that moment? Got 12 more years, but I got this one, right? I'm gonna go 12 more. Me and God on two different pages. And guess who page, guess who page only really matters? God. God. Because we selfish creatures. Y'all, what I told y'all, if y'all go back and listen to last week, I don't get Shayna in this fulfilling lifestyle if I'm playing 12 more years of football. Y'all remember the Tom Brady reference? If Tom Brady doesn't play that one year, does he keep his family? I told y'all to go unpack it, do it again. Because I ain't finna unpack it now, but I needed that reference. If I do not transition in 2021, do I get the fulfillment out of my life and my other part of it? Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't fulfill my athletic part. What about that man stuff? What about that man stuff you prayed about as a kid too? Because one thing about it, sometimes we don't we don't go back into our our bag deep enough. I always tell y'all, Jonathan grew up wanting to be a, a football player. I did, but I also watched my daddy be a good daddy, and in the back of my mind, I wanted to be a good father one day too. But I never talked about it like I talked about football mm -hmm. because it wasn't it wasn't relevant. Mm -hmm. What kid talk about being a father? Not one, because <laughs> we being kids. But in the back of my mind, as I continued to grow up, it was always an understanding. I, I want to do that one day. I don't want to do it no more, no less, and I want to be a football player. I just talk about football more because it's it's always talked about. It's mm -hmm. it's a it's a status. Mm -hmm. Being a father ain't a status. <laughs> y'all listen to me now. It's big. We all got parents, but y'all ain't got nobody out here getting trophies, awards, promotion for being a good parent. Yeah. Being a stand up person. Being somebody of integrity. Yeah. You ain't got a award for that yet, yeah. but you wealthy from it because it grows you good karmas. And good faiths and good relationships and people in which make life more comfortable. Some people out there got riches and don't know what to spend a dollar on. Come on. You got so much money that you don't even know what to spend it on. That's sad. I'd rather be wealthy. Me and Shayna enjoy a laugh in here that'll give us a memory down the road in which we make more memories and more, more unpackings and be satisfied mm -hmm. than we'll be sitting here with trillions of dollars and don't know what to do with them. And everything you're talking about is really... Like you said, like it was God's choice and mm -hmm. we need to choose up and choose up with what God wants for us. And a prayer that I always pray for myself is that God, I want my desires and my wants to align with whatever you have in store for mm -hmm. me because the enemy is after our calling and he's after the parts of our character that are going to get in the way of our calling. And like you said, everything that you've accomplished thus far in football, God plans to use mm -hmm. how far and how much you can use it up to you. If you're stuck in one realm one element Preach. and looking at it one type of way you know what i'm saying so it's like you god is trying to let you know he gave you that extra year because he wanted you no i got you mm -hmm. he's like but now that i've given you what you wanted because i'm a good father can you can give you me give me what i'm telling you to do and step forward in this direction and be a good son be Obe a good child be obedient Obedience. you, you get me you know what i'm saying so it's like so much of it is god exposing how much he loves us and he's like, I'm trying to tell you that we've got so many good things in store for you, but it's not going to look how you are. Are you trying to find me? Are you looking for me in the details? Are you asking me what I want for you? Are you really seeking 
my guidance. You know what I'm saying? Because the enemy is always at work. Always. And so long as we are further and further away from what God wants for us, the enemy feels like he's winning. And that's when your shadow side show up so much. Come on. What is the shadow side though, man? The shadow side Pastor talked about is the side of us that has thoughts, feelings, and behaviors that are harmful, but also hidden from our uh, conscious awareness. All right, y'all, we're gonna throttle down, so I need y'all to stay with us. I told y'all we gonna, we weren't gonna be here for a long time, so you gotta keep up. So everything we just unpacked, now we just put into one pure understanding. That was our shadow side showing up too much. 100%. So basically what I'm, I'm saying, if I would allow Jonathan Rose to continue to choose his athletic side and never choose up on the other characteristics that he wanted to develop, it wasn't God forsaking me, it's me forsaking the, the purpose in which God set me on track for. 100%. Because sometimes we articulate, oh, God didn't let me have this. But if we really go back in moments in time, we never pick that up in which God and um, I talked to you about it before we came on, babe. Inky Johnson calls them renewable and non-renewable moments. Mm -hmm. That moment in time in which we, we had options to make a choice. Once you make that choice, that moment is non-renewable. So once you've made that choice, the next option ceases to exist. Come on. In a sense. Y'all got to stay with me. Mm -hmm. If you chose this woman instead of that woman, yeah, that woman's still alive, but you don't know after you... If you and this woman don't work out, that other one might not want you at that time. That's it. Because you got to think, you chose up. And they get to feel how they feel about it too. Just like you got to feel how you feel about it. So now that you and this person that you chose didn't happen to work out, I that option that was an option at one point in time, no longer an option. Now, you sit you sit in that non-renewable moment. Mm -hmm. Now, me and Shane are going years down the road and reaching difficult times. And we make up for it and we continue our relationship. That's a renewable moment. Yeah. We didn't shut it down. Divorce was always an option, but we ain't going to get divorced over a moment, are we? Come on. Because our relationship is farther than that. Because we know mm -hmm. that our relationship is divine and we look at it as a renewable thing. Yeah, every day ain't going to be perfect. But guess what? We're going to endure every day. Together. Together. That's the difference. That is it's the difference. The non-renewable moments come when we think, "Oh no, I can, I can shift that. This ain't shifty. Mm -hmm. This is this is concrete. This is something you need to make the right decision now because it sends you on a whole different realm and path that you just can't. Oh, I'm gonna just backtrack. Ain't no backtrack. <laughs> that that ship has sailed. You know how, when people tell you that ship has sailed, mm -hmm. that means if you go unless you go swim there, which most of us ain't. <laughs> if you miss that boat, you just gonna turn around and take yourself back home, ain't you? <laughs> so guess what? A lot of us sitting at home sad mm -hmm. because we missed the boat by procrastinating. Yeah. Now that it's gonna be there. They say at 715, I'm gonna get there at 730, and you're gonna be left. <laughs> and so much of addressing that shadow self is God trying to bless us to become the person who's gonna get all the things that we know that we want. Mm -hmm. All the things that God has in store for us. You know what I mean? So when we talk about we talk about wanting healthy relationships, then we talk about being a divine parent, we are well aware that when we say that, we don't say it lightly. <laughs> There are standards. There's a level of discipline. There are things that we don't engage in, we don't expose to, we don't entertain mm -hmm. to maintain that divine parent. And it's a level of uncomfortability that we just don't want to admit we have to endure to get what we want. A thousand percent. And if we're even keeping it level 50, there's uncomfortable conversations we have to maintain our divine parent. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Like There are things that we say to each other that when people see us out and about and see us happy and cheering and they all that, get it. you wouldn't get it. because <laughs> And not you're not it. supposed to because we've already unpacked it with each other and unpacked it with God. You know what I'm saying? So there's levels to that as well. Like, 
There's just things that if we're not careful, we act like they don't exist. And because maybe we're not aware, maybe we're not that self-aware. And the devil's laughing. He's like, they don't even think that they have anything to fix. And we are human trying to figure it out every day. But God is wanting us to be better and to be the version of ourselves that he knows we can be. But that's going to take the discipline. That's going to take the tough talks. That's going to take real truth tellers. That's going to take exposing the things about ourselves that we know we got to fix. We can't just brush under the rug. And so there's just a level of accountability, which is your word, babe, Mm -hmm. that you always use that you really got to do. And it is hard, tough work. But you know what? That's perseverance. That's that long faith. And that's what's going to give us the faith that produces patience. And you just said a mouthful and Pastor said it like this. Perseverance equals long faith. Mm-hmm. We ain't got to keep telling God, show God. <laughs> Your actions speak loud. Y'all done heard that saying, actions speak louder than words. Come it works. That works with God too. Because I'm going to end it with this. I wrote down today as Pastor was talking, practice showing up first. And what I meant by that, I forget where Pastor Darius took it along his lines. But for me, he was speaking along something of like, praying along the way. Yeah. And I was like, man, I did that. And that gave me anxiety because I broke it down to Shana. If I say I'm going to work five days, I'm going to work out five days this week and I miss that Thursday. Mm-hmm. And then I'm praying to God that when I go to camp, I'm ready. But I'm, I harp that one Thursday I missed instead of getting to camp and praying to God and saying, hey, hey God, all that work I put in, let it come into fruition right now. Instead of harping at every individual step of the way. Mm-hmm. And um, so I wrote down practice showing up first. So basically... Endure and do the dirty work. Have it in your mind that you're doing it wholeheartedly. That's it. Show perseverance and what I just showed you. That'll let God know that you have long faith. Instead of telling God every step of the way, hey, God, I got long faith, but I did slip up yesterday. God, no. Just keep doing your process. Some of us try to explain instead of just enduring and understanding because I'm going to leave y'all with this one. Inky said it this week. And you remember, babe, I just, uh, we just unpacked it. Hold on. Hold on, hold on, y'all. Give me a second. Ah, Inky, man, he just said it the other day. I got to leave him with this one, babe. No, you got it. Especially if it's an Inky verse. Ah. Oh, boom, I found it. Stop trying to understand it and just survive it. Come on. It's some stuff that... We hold ourselves back because we say, I just don't understand. Guess what? It wasn't meant for you to understand. It was meant for you to get through and surpass because it probably don't got understanding in it. It's just a trial. <laughs> and God's like, bro, why is he trying to understand? You either go left or right. Just turn the car left. Well, what's left and what's right? It don't matter, really. You got to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. It'll unpack as you make that turn. But if you try to figure out, let me look over there because it might be, bro, you over here unpacking too much because if it was meant for us to have that much understanding to it, God would have gave us that clarity. Thank you. But some stuff he just puts in your way and he was like, Bro, I just want to see you make a decision. Ain't neither one of these wrong, but you're overthinking, making you think, now nah, which one is the right or wrong choice? Neither one. You just have to make a choice. That's it. <laughs> so some of us are in trials and tribulation when God's just saying, "Bro, I just want to see if your feet work. Make a step. Any step. I promise you it'll be right. But we've been hindered by life and experience so long, we were like, nah, this is a trick. No, that's the devil. The devil got you so confused that God talking to you now, but you keep hearing him in your subconscious. Hey, you know, hey, uh, over on that left side, I don't know. 
could be tricky. And that right side got something to it too. What did God say? God said, make a decision and son, and son or daughter, we will figure it out. What, what the devil got you in hesit hesitate? Who went in when you hesitate? Not God and not you. The devil got you trapped. So let's get out of these traps, y'all. Mm -hmm. And just like Pastor, um, Pastor Darius said this morning, before I let go, let me try something. You don't have to prove anything to anyone, but you will always have to prove everything to, to yourself. yourself. Let's be accountable, y'all. God bless. God bless.